0: what I was getting paid was 500 rupees a day. And only for those days when there would be a shoot. So for the first month, uh, there was a shoot only for four days. So my whole month's salary was 2000 rupees.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to The Other Side. The podcast about life beyond college and the damn good stories of those who have tread this path before you. We are your hosts, Sabya and Surya. And we are back, finally after five months, a long break, and our only justification is that this is drum roll, please, the other side, season two. So yeah. we didn't we're know. Really excited to be back, to. <laughs> and we have already covered the intro. <laughs> yes, uh, quite... Sabya and I are both uh, out of touch. But uh, yeah, a lot has changed since we last did one of these. The only thing that remains the same is both of us copying. Yeah, and the Uh, intro. Yes. Welcome to the other side. So the year has changed. Hopefully a better year this time around. Uh, Mr. Trump was voted out. And uh, Jack Ma unfortunately went missing. No one knows where he is. Uh, What are the good things? Any good things that happened? Elon Musk has become the richest person. I'm
0: not sure if that's a good thing or not
1: people just keep following his tweets and apparently one stock went up 1000% just because he tweeted signal but uh, the <laughs> the new whatsapp replacement but that was not the signal stock or some other companies Weird. cool let's uh, come yes. back to today's episode uh, i think we had recorded this episode around 5 months back but uh, unfortunately couldn't release it at that time and the guest was kind enough to be patient and give us this Uh, many months to release it.
0: Surya did this interview
1: and was quite excited after the interview. So Surya, why don't you introduce our guest for today? Yep. One thing I'm totally insecure about is whether my voice has changed over these five months. Uh, But anyway, heading on to the episode. Uh, So this episode is finally after a lot of effort to get diversity, we have succeeded. I'm thrilled to say that. Our guest today is Samarth Mahajan. Uh, He is an IIT KGP grad, but that's the only IIT thing about him. He's also a Young India Fellow and a National Award-winning filmmaker. And that's what we talk about in this episode. In most EOS episodes, after I record it, I get very confused and think about what I've done and all that. But this episode more so, because Samarth did the same things that all of us do uh, at IIT. Got a day one intern, got a PPO, got a foreign intern, was very happy with life. And then quit his job after one year and <laughs> uh, moved from a 1 lakh job to a 2,000 rupees per month job. So the last thing alone um, was a punch in the face, kind of. And that's what we talk about. Um, why he was so disillusioned in his corporate career. Why he found his passion in filmmaking. And um, yeah, he tells a lot of interesting stories. So I'm really excited about this. Hope you guys enjoy this as well. If you have any feedback about the podcast or about this episode, do reach us and try to follow us on the uh, Instagram account at the other side underscore podcast, or you can mail us at uh, the other side at gmail.com. So that's it. Let's head on over to the podcast. Hi, Samad. Uh, welcome to the other side podcast. It's a pleasure to have you here. Uh, I think we've had uh, quite a lot of difficulty matching our times because uh, you were so busy with editing your film. But I'm really, really thrilled to finally have you here. And um, your entire journey has been so different from everyone else we have had on the podcast. So I'm really looking forward to picking your brain.
0: <laughs> surely, surely. Thanks for having me here, Surya. I'm very happy to be here. It's not every day that I get to talk to uh, like a lot of IIT kids. These days, although I also graduated just, uh, I think six years ago, I graduated in 2014. So I love even, I love going back to Khadakpur, and I have never been to IITM or, uh, you know, so uh, it's, it's very interesting that I'm talking to you. We have a common friend who's luckily connected us. Uh, So I'm excited about this, excited to share stories and uh, just talk about my journey.
1: So, since you mentioned IIT KGP, it's uh, where I'll go first. Uh, So, I just read a bunch of your interviews before uh, starting the podcast. You were participating in short film contests there. And we have our own uh, short film contests at IIT Madras. What was it like? What was life at KGP like? And uh, what prompted this interest in filmmaking?
0: So, actually, uh, I was a very sheltered kid throughout my childhood. I come from a very small town in Punjab. And there was nothing much to do in my town. So, throughout uh, the only focus was studies, of course. Like many of us, we end up just studying, getting good marks. And so the idea was very clear that I have to do engineering. So, when I came to Khadakpur, uh, one of my primary goals was that I want to do something except for just studying. And I think a lot of uh, people who yeah, come yeah. to uh, colleges, especially IITs, they end up being like, Ab, ho gaya padhai. Matlab, I'm done with my studies. Now I need to expand. And Khadakpur is interesting because Khadakpur is not in a city. So, you actually don't have many things to do. So, you end up doing a lot of on-campus activities. So, uh, Khadakpur was beautiful for me because I participated in societies. We have a very active robotics society. So, I was part of it. And uh, we used to have these Interhall General Championships. And uh, one of those events was ad design. So, somehow, you know, initially, obviously, seniors would force uh, us to participate. But uh, once I started doing it, I started enjoying it. And it would just happen for one week in the whole year. It was a one-off event. And we would spend hardly four or five days doing something, like something very basic, uh, but uh, full of bhakchodi. And uh, I really enjoyed those times, but had no idea that I will take this up seriously at some point. And also, obviously, I was a dual degree student, so I didn't have much to do in my fourth and fifth year. I also interned with ITC, so I I had a job offer in my fourth year. I had a lot of time and uh, so I really started participating in these events. And some of these videos are there on web. They're very funny to look at, but somehow that was my initiation into filmmaking. But to be very honest, I was a very typical uh, IIT graduate. Like my goal was very clear. In my third year, I am from mechanical. So on campus, HUL and ITC used to come. So, I still remember HUL came on 28th August and uh, ITC came on 29th August. And I couldn't clear the interview with HCL. I was so heartbroken and devastated. I thought my life is done. Like, I I am over. My parents are never going to be proud of me. I am never going to be proud of myself. So, you know, the people get very stuck in those small things, no?
1: No, intern season very- just got done for us too. So, uh, all the juniors are very... Worried that they didn't get the day one FMCG job, so I'm sure they so, can relate.
0: So, so, so those those things are very big, and I'm sure because you are in you are on campus, your friends are on campus. It is very big because that's the only thing, uh, only hmm. motivation for many people. So I was very typically uh, an athi I would score uh, eight pointers, make sure that I have a decent CGPA, decent uh, inter hall experience, de- decent. Like I was a very CV person, hmm. so. When I got my job offer with ITC, I was very clear that this is a dream thing. I need to do this. I'll, I'll do this. There's no other way of uh, doing things. I had a girlfriend uh, outside the campus. So, you know, life was very sorted. Oh, and then I have a job, uh, which is going to pay me well and uh, life is just nice. That's how my KGP experience ended actually. So. Yeah, which, which basically brought me to the actual job experience. Initially, it was fun till the time we were training because uh, nothing was happening. Like no one expected anything. We were in hot hotels or uh, guest houses and we were just chilling uh, like in groups of 7 or 15 people who were the trainees. But uh, as soon as the work started, there was such a routine to it. I would then start imagining myself in that situation. Okay, am I going to be doing this after 14 years of my job uh, in in this place? And and more than that, I think I was just very exhausted with the whole presentation culture, I think. Because obviously, when we do presentations, you will do your BTP and MTP presentations and you will show everything is awesome. You should win a Nobel Prize or something. You'll try to show that. But if that becomes your um, 24-7 being, then you're not sure uh, where to seek motivation from. That happened to me. Like I know a lot of my friends who actually enjoy that. So Mm. that's very personal. But I found it very difficult to find meaning in it. And uh, I was in Calcutta. So Calcutta is very beautiful and it's full of life. So I would walk out of my office and uh, would be mesmerized by whatever was happening in front of me. Calcutta is a very wild place. Like people have very raw emotion. So, it always used to be more exciting to be outside the office than inside it.
1: <laughs> okay, and that was a bad <laughs> sign, clearly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I think I was I and I got so fed up that one day and it, it was Bhagat Singh's Shahidi Diwas. I still remember. It was 23rd March and I am from Punjab, so I don't know. Something was happening in my mind. I, uh, I took my cab, like I took a bath, I wore my office clothes. I took my cab and and as soon as I left the cab, I looked at the office building. I was like, today I'm going to quit. <laughs> I I can't handle this anymore. This is very suffocating for me. Did you have a very and,
1: nice quitting story? Like, did you go tell your boss, "This I'm done. I'm, I'm walking so, so, out of here.
0: So, so my, my story is very interesting because uh, so when I went to my boss and told him that uh, I am not feeling motivated and I don't think I want to do this, uh, I'm going to put in my papers. He was pretty shocked. And uh, then he asked me, but what do you want to do? And then I told him, I've been thinking I'll make films. <laughs> and I still can't forget his expression because uh, I think he thought I'm joking. And then I told him very seriously, no, no, I have, I have figured out they, these are two good film schools in India. Uh, I have, I know their schedule. I have talked to a friend who is a model in Bombay. She will put me in touch with some directors and I'm going to do this very seriously. So, after some point, I think he realized that I am being very serious. But yeah, it was a very dramatic uh, moment at that point. And I didn't tell anyone, like I quit and then told my parents I have quit. Uh, Then told the person I was dating that I have quit. So, a lot of people were very shocked by my, uh, you can say erraticity or recklessness at that point. Uh,
1: Very interesting (laughs)
0: answer. (laughs) Yeah so but, uh, one yeah. thing i'm curious about
1: is uh, okay so you interned there as, as well and um, yeah. you must have had corporate experiences over the course of your uh, university life so didn't anything tell you at that point that this isn't what you want to want to do or, were they all fine were your interns and
0: all nice did you enjoy it i was honestly very happy actually even in my fourth year you know after you get a ppo there is this whole itch to go for a foreign training right so and I'm a very, I was a very typical IIT student. So all IIT students at some point want to go to a foreign country and intern. So after I got my job offer, I was like, now I'll start writing emails to all these people. I just want to go out. I don't care what I'll be doing. I just want to go out. So I, I ended up getting an internship at uh, in Singapore and with a, with an Indian boss only. So I don't know, somehow I actually really enjoyed my internships uh, and Later on, I have always thought, why was that? Like, I I never thought that this is not for me. In fact, a lot of my colleagues would uh, call me lifer during the mm. ITC training period because I was so motivated and happy and delivering. Like, my training scores are also good. So, they thought that I am going to stay with ITC for a lifetime. And then I realized that uh, what connected to me was this whole idea that this is a fixed-term thing. Like, this is a two-month, two-month thing, mm. this is a three-month thing. Mm. So I could do it, and uh, what motivated me more at that point was either the money, or uh, for example in Singapore, the mere fact that I'm I, I get Singapore. to travel, to, I get to travel to Singapore and get a, a good uh, stipend, and that's enough. But uh, when it becomes a lifestyle, no, and that's mm. what I think is very important for uh, uh, students to realize that. Uh, when we are in uh, inside the college, uh, we feel that this is everything. This this is going to uh, define us. But once you're out of college, when it becomes a lifestyle, that is when you start realizing what really motivates you. Or do you really fit in? Because till the time you don't start your job, you're doing everything uh, as almost like a, a process. Like it's a process. And third year, you have to do an internship. You have to sit for placements you have to have a job offer by the end of your whole IIT thing. So I think only when you are inside a job, do you realize that now obviously the rat race continues and, and it's like, I may call it rat race, but some people actually enjoy it and do very well. Like we do need corporate leaders in our world. uh, And uh, some of these companies have played a big role in nation building and even on an international level. But uh, I think if, For example, you're not cut out for it. Many times, only in the first few months, you realize. Once, for example, Mm. you'll be very excited with your first salary, you know. Like, I was very excited. One lakh rupees in my account. I didn't know what to do. I gifted my father an iPhone. I gifted my mother an iPhone. But, uh, okay, second month, the same money comes. You're like, great, I am getting richer. But by the fourth month, fifth month, that excitement wears off. And I think that is where you start realizing. So, that is why... Uh, Interestingly, IITians have the highest attrition rate uh, Mm. of all the colleges I think in India and mostly I think across globe, IITs have a great attrition rate, like number of people quitting their jobs after one year outside. And that is, I think, which is uh, something we don't talk about while we are on campus because everything becomes so much about that one job offer and Mm. there's so much pressure around it. People are committing suicides, there's mental health issues. Uh, cutthroat competition you're losing friends over this but uh, I don't think it uh, it matters that much honestly because what matters is uh, IITs don't teach us or majorly any I think engineering education doesn't teach us how to explore ourselves where do our interests really lie we chose engineering because our parents told us we had no other goal but to clear J.E. once you clear J.E. the only goal is to get an internship so you either get a PPO or you sit for placements again. And I like to believe that is where your life actually begins. Once you are out in the world, uh, and I see people doing such interesting works, a lot of people exploring things after all of this at the age of 25-26. So I think, I wish I could go back and tell uh, my college self that uh, Samarth, you don't have to uh, be so try to be so perfect uh, in that sense that you know in your CV, you have to have an 8 plus CGPA, your MTP should be awesome, there should be one corporate internship, one research internship, uh, you should have three uh, positions of responsibility, one in a society, one in the hall and I did all of that <laughs> but I, I feel that uh, uh, now I don't use anything of uh, of those experiences.
1: Got it, very enlightening. Uh, I, i'm just I wondering whether I, <laughs> where will i end up after i've done all these things myself
0: so uh, that's that i think that's the nice thing to not know but to give it a chance True. Okay. Uh, i'm just
1: curious now what was it like after leaving itc like first few months did you actually have a plan that this is what i was going to do or was it just uh, winging it
0: I think it's it's a lot of winging it, lot of winging it, but I think uh, where I think mindset comes in uh, very importantly is how do you approach this whole process of shifting. Like one, one way of approaching it is that uh, you're very afraid, of course you're afraid, you're very anxious, what will happen? But uh, if somehow you're able to keep your eyes open, if you're able to... For example, I'll I'll give you a very uh, simple example. When I went to Bombay, I only had this one call with a friend who was modeling, uh, and she told me that uh, nothing can happen if you're not in Bombay. If you come to Bombay, I may introduce you to uh, some film directors. Okay, so that was the only hope that I had when I shifted to Bombay. What
1: about film school? Did you was there so, a possibility, so, or you were eliminated?
0: So that is a possibility, but it has a timeline like there would be a test at a certain date, and mm-hmm. then the results would come at a certain date. So I quit in uh, March uh, 2015. And the test was going to happen in July.
1: Oh. So
0: it was not like I wouldn't do anything for four months. So mm-hmm. I think I took a two week off, I had lost so much motivation, uh, while working that I thought that do I will not do anything. So I took a break and then I shifted to Bombay. I called up one of my seniors from Kharagpur. I told him that uh, I've done all this and I need a place to stay in Bombay. And he he was a very close senior to me. So he was very helpful at that point. And he said, you come. Uh, And (laughs) I think he was also not very happy with his job, but he didn't want to leave. So he was very happy that uh, he told me that I'm very happy that you're doing all this and uh, uh, like giving you space is the least I can do. So you come. So I went there and uh, and now this is where I think mindset comes in because my first, I did meet a director through my friend and he offered me a second AD job. Now a second AD job is a very clerical job, second assistant director. Uh, you don't actually get to do anything creative. You're mostly just running around the set, getting actors on the uh, set on time, making sure the costumes are right. Uh, everyone has a copy of the script. You know, it's very menial work. And what I was getting paid was 500 rupees a day. And only for those days when there would be a shoot. So for the first month, uh, there was a shoot only for four days. So my whole month's salary was 2000 rupees. So from an ITC job coming to this within a month, uh, I think if if you're mentally prepared for this, Although I was not, but I was I was very much uh, honest with myself that I have no filmmaking experience. This is going to be a struggle. And you know, obviously I had a romanticized idea of struggle also, like everyone struggles. So I was ready for it. It led to a lot of uh, problems at home, obviously. My mother wasn't ready to believe it. She uh, thought that maybe I just need to switch a job. She told me, if you're not liking this job, then just shift. No, shift to some other company. And then I was like, no, it's, it's not about this company. It's about a, a certain mindset, a certain culture, which doesn't click with me. It may click with like 99 other people. It is not clicking with me. I decided to not talk to her for uh, two months, which was also very erratic. But she would call me every day and tell me that, you know, why don't you go back? And then I told her, this is very demotivating. I can't uh, hear this every day. So that was difficult to sort of create that distance to just allow me to have energy. And obviously, uh, your relationships get affected if, if you're dating someone and they had plans. So uh, uh, if they had plans and you've done this and now you don't know what to do with future, the things are obviously going to get complicated. So that was there. But uh, that is when I also was exploring because I realized that this second 80 thing is not going to work out. Luckily, I met a person on the set. Uh, his name is Mil- Milind Uke. He had directed Parshala. So, Parshala is a movie by Shahid Kapoor and Naisha Takya. So, he, interestingly, is a graduate of IIT Bombay. So, my chief AD introduced me to him and he told him that, see, this is an IIT kid who's just come, he's quit his job and he's come here. So, Milinduke gave me great advice. He said, see, if you're going to be a second AD on sets, Bollywood sets, you're going to waste your seven to eight years just doing this, nothing is going to happen. So it's better you make your own films, make independent films, like do something low budget. So uh, now luckily, one of my friends from IIT Kharagpur was also an aspiring filmmaker and he had supreme clarity from college itself. So he had come to Bombay and he had started a production house, just freshly started a production house. And this is uh, very karmic because I was on Facebook and I got a notification where he invited me to like the page. And and this is my first week in Bombay. And I went to the page and I was uh, pretty uh, taken in by the kind of work he was doing. So I messaged him, I told him, See, I am in Bombay and I want to make films, and you are already doing something in that area. I would love to meet you and explore if we can collaborate. So that guy is Ashay Gangwar, and we continue to work together even now. It's been five years, we've been working together since then. All we did was we met up, and in college, we had met up only once, you know, and it was a friendly meeting, but we didn't know each other very much, but we knew that we exist. Uh, uh, so we met, we went to this very Chotusa bar, we had a beer and we talked about what, why are we in Bombay? What are we trying to do? And then we realized that uh, since both of us were at such an early stage of doing this, uh, it made sense for us to club and work together. There was no formal agreement. It was not like uh, there was no salary involved. It was just like he wanted to produce, I wanted to direct. He was motivated about the business side of it. I was motivated about the creative side of it. So we said, okay, let's do a project together. And this is again what I'm talking about is just being open to experimenting or doing something uh, which can lead to something. Like a lot of people when they switch uh, the mindset is such that you are almost frozen, uh, like thought process is frozen. So, so we ended up doing this film called Kazwa, Kasva in Marathi means fireflies. So we figured out that there's this very small place near Bombay and uh, millions of fireflies come out there after the first rainfalls. It's a very beautiful natural phenomenon. So we made a nine minute film on it. And uh, that nine minute film actually did very well. It, it went to some festivals, we got some awards. So, then we figured that this is something that we can do. Well, obviously, it took its own process to figure out how to do Like if I was to make that film today, I would do it in a week. But it took three months then because we didn't know the processes. I didn't know what an editor does, for example. So, uh, so yeah, I think obviously, while I was living those months, uh, they were very complicated months, but there was also a lot of thrill to it. Like, I would have so many stories to share every day when I came back. Uh, very interesting things happened in that period. On, on family front and personal front, it was very difficult. Professionally, I was very lost. But it was also very exciting that I'm trying out something new. And, you know, and this is also something I think a lot of people don't think about. Uh, what if you fail? And I think it's very important to consider when you're switching. And I had considered it. What if, it, what if this doesn't work out? so i had given myself 6 months and said if nothing works out what is the worst that can happen i'll i'll become a coaching center tuition uh tuition guy like i'll become a tutor that's the worst that can happen no i i do personally think that all of us can ultimately take tuitions for people to clear J. <laughs> and that that also pays you like it means yeah yeah that pay pays you 20, 20 lakhs 24 lakhs ah, yeah so so that also pays you a lot of money so A lot of people don't think about the idea of failing. People don't like to fail. But I think it's very important to be comfortable with that idea, which helped me because I think I already thought I had failed at my corporate career because I couldn't fit in. So I was like, Mm. okay, if this doesn't work out, I'll probably apply to a job or or do something. Interesting. But
1: uh, just one thing (laughs) that I wanted to ask you um so in your corporate career you knew right away that you were in the right fit like at least after a couple of months you knew you were in the right fit for this but I, uh, huh. but in your filmmaking career like after 2 3 months did you know like was there some spark that okay this is i can do this for the rest of my life did you have
0: that realization or no 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 actually it's it's very interesting uh, the whole filmmaking process is actually very interesting so when i made my first film which was this 9 minute thing i was so happy I was so glad because uh, I, and I still watch it, it's very, it has a very interesting sequence of fireflies. So with with a particular film, the process is when you make it and when it goes to festivals, that is where the high is obviously you enjoy the process. But once people start seeing it, it's a high. Now the one obviously short films are not seen that much. That is another thing. But after a point that film is done, then what do you do? Now that is a very critical point because a lot of people give up in that period. Ki, we made a film, but then what is the second film and uh, why should I make it? I think uh, I even after Unreserved, like when mm-hmm. I made Kasva, after that we did Unreserved, which was the film in general. About, uh,
1: with
0: yeah. About the train journeys. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. So we traveled for 17 days and traveled around India and talked to people. Our photo story went viral. A lot of things happened. A lot of news articles came out. So gave us a lot of validation. We felt like celebrities for some time. And then the film also did very well. Uh, but uh, right after making it, the, the film did well after much, much more time. You know, right after you finish a film, you don't know the potential of the film. So actually some of the people who were uh, producing the film, they didn't like it. So, and I was also not sure if this is a good film or not a good film. And obviously, there was no constant stream of income. We were doing ad films to earn money, so there was some salary. But uh, we weren't sure how sustainable this is. And you know, the excitement of starting a new career wears off after the first six or seven months. Yeah. So, I had huge doubts, I think, at, at that point. That's how I ended up being at the Young India Fellowship also. Uh, I I wasn't aware if This will work out in the long run. And also I was exhausted by the whole uh, 13 months of filmmaking because I was constantly making films. I made two major films, but overall I worked on five or six films where I was directing. So uh, it can be very exhausting. So I needed a break and then uh, I thought maybe I should explore other careers. That's how I ended up applying to the Young India Fellowship actually. So I became sure of filmmaking much later, <laughs> uh, around the end of the fellowship, so uh, I I wasn't really sure of filmmaking till a long time.
1: That was part one of our episode with Samarth, hopefully you all found it as exciting as I did when I interviewed him. Uh, in part two, he talks about the Young India Fellowship, who is the right fit for it and what he took away from the experience. He also shares some really memorable and uh, inspiring experiences that will definitely stay with you for a long time from his journey as a filmmaker. And he also talks about what's in store for him personally. Uh, So this part uh, two will be dropping on Wednesday and we hope that all of you will tune in to listen to that. Uh, Once again, you can reach out to us at the other side underscore podcast on Instagram. So that's it from us. That's it from part one of episode one of season two.